Warning, the following podcast may contain potential plot spoilers, but then again, it may not at all. Hello and welcome to Potential Spoilers. I'm Kieran and I'm joined by Matty D. So he wasn't the mole planning to betray the league. That was actually Dorian Gray the whole time. And if Whoa. you didn't want to know that, then you shouldn't be listening to the show because that is a spoiler. Wow, for a movie that nobody cares about. <laughs> yes. So glad that you can spoil that for everybody. Yes, yes, yes. If you know what movie I'm referring to, please send in. I'll give you a souvenir of the show. Oh, that'd be good. Mm. Send in your theories to potentialspoilerspod at gmail.com. That's right, that's right. So this is your first time listening to the show, welcome. Welcome. Glad you can join us on this excellent episode. <laughs> Very glad. Because this week we're talking about The Invisible Man. Or what we're trying to do, rather, is we're going to predict the plot of The Invisible Man. That's right. That's right. that's what we do. We look at upcoming Hollywood blockbusters. I'm not sure if this one will be a blockbuster or not, but uh, time will tell on that one. It's coming out in a couple of weeks, so we'll find out. And we look at the trailers, we look at all the promotional material we can get our hands on, and then we attempt to predict as much of the plot from start to finish as humanly possible. That's right. Then we, when the movie comes out, which is in a few days' time... In a we- few days. Yeah, in a handful of days, I suppose. <laughs> About two weeks. Yeah. Well, you know, that's a few days. Mm. Uh, we'll watch the movie and see how close we were to what yeah. the actual movie turns out to be. And if you want to put one of our theories to the test, if you want to put one of our previous plot predictions to the test, you can, because in cinemas right now is Birds of Prey, which we covered in a previous episode. Oh, wow. Wow, I'm interested to see how we did with that one. Yeah, I'm not confident with that one at <laughs> yeah, all. me neither! Because they released a second trailer after we did our episode, and that second trailer Just, undid a lot yeah. of the theories that we had. <laughs> yeah. And they've already revealed as well that the main MacGuffin of the movie, the main reason that the bad guys are chasing the girl that Harley Quinn is protecting, is because she stole some diamonds and not because her she's, family was murdered. No, she's not related to... Uh... Batman? No, she hasn't been orphaned. Well, she might have. We'll, we'll see, find we'll out. see, I guess. But anyway, we're here to talk The Invisible Man. That's right. Da-da. <laughs> now... Of course, this isn't the first iteration of The Invisible Man. No. If you're not familiar with the property at all, it was originally a novel by H.G. Wells that came out in 1897, and it was first adapted into a movie in 1933. Yes, which we saw not so long ago. Yes, Maddie D and I sat down to watch it, and I've got to say, I had a great time. I had a great time. <laughs> it was a fantastic movie. I think they should just remake this movie scene by scene, and I'd, yeah. I'd enjoy oh it. Oh my God, yeah, just shot for shot remake of that movie. Absolutely. It was hilarious. It was great. It was supposed to be a horror movie. I don't think I've ever I, laughed so much through a horror I, movie. I don't know. It's interesting for a horror movie. It was very much tongue-in-cheek. Mm. It felt like it was being silly on purpose. Yeah. So if you like that sort of thing, I'd definitely recommend checking it out. But there also was a whole bunch of remakes as well throughout the 70s, 80s, even the 60s. There's even another movie coming out, I think, either later this year or early next year called The Invisible Woman, which, again, was a previously existing movie. There already was an Invisible Woman. In fact, there was a couple of Invisible Woman movies. But this one is being directed by Elizabeth Banks Ah. of Charlie's Angels fame. Is this a sequel to this movie or is this a completely different... No, completely unrelated. So originally, this movie was going to be a part of the Dark Universe universe cinematic universe i remember that universe what happened AKA to it the dooku well the mummy happened to it and that movie flopped so that was right. the end of that franchise yeah so johnny depp was originally going to be the invisible man appropriately enough okay yeah because well, that's I... basically what he is in hollywood at the moment <laughs> i guess so better seen and not heard or mm. was it the other way around but now the movie's been picked up by blumhouse who we've talked about recently with fantasy island because apparently they just love reviving old concepts for some reason and it's being directed by lee winnell cool of saw and Insidious fame. Cool, cool. Australian guy, I believe. Yeah. It's an interesting take on the property, but not too far from its origins because it was originally supposed to be a horror. So what better direction to take it in than genuine psychological horror? Yeah, definitely. I mean, this isn't the first horror version of the Invisible Man no, premise. I'm, tr- I'm because... trying to think because it's usually a horror movie, right? Yeah. Like, when they release these movies, they're usually kind of scary. The first one that comes to mind is Hollow Man. That's the first one that comes to my mind as well. And that's the first movie I saw that had the Invisible Man. Really? You know, I idea yeah okay what is your history with the invisible man then yeah well i'm sure you've seen a few movies based (laughs) on the premise yeah i think the first one that i can remember was hollow man was the first movie that i saw what an introduction i remember invisible rapist kevin bacon running around (laughs) nude yeah i remember seeing it yeah quite young and i was like "Ooh, this is a scary movie oh it's edgy it's edgy there was a lot of nudity i was very taken aback a lot of cgi penis i remember (laughs) Yeah. Like flapping through fog. Yeah, I mean, this. other than that, this is a concept you see all the time in comedies. Anytime they pull out the monster in movie comedies. tropes. 
Yeah, like wasn't um, what's that Hotel Transylvania? I'm sure has like I, a. I didn't see that. Uh, has but I'm sure there's man. an invisible person in it, just but, a floating yeah. hat and glasses. Oh, oh, and how can we forget the invisible woman in Fantastic Four? Oh, of course. <laughs> but I guess that's Sue different. Storm. Yeah, that's right. But that's completely different. I know. Yes. Um. Yeah. That, I don't really have a really strong history. I mean, the first time I watched the original was with you. It was Haven't a few read days the book? ago. Have not read the book. Right. So other than knowing this concept and and knowing the story through proxy, right? It's a guy. He's a scientist. He becomes invisible. The invisibility formula turns him insane exactly and then it's all about like what do you do when no one sees you Ooh, like that old ancient well, story from what i understand from the story in the original movie that we watched he just goes around harassing people <laughs> yeah pretty much which i gotta say is a great premise because there's an old i think it's greek uh, don't quote me on it but like a story where somebody has uh, a ring that turns them invisible oh really and, uh, and the whole idea is like are people inherently... isn't that lord of the rings yeah that's where they got that idea okay. from um but the whole idea is are people inherently good or if there was no consequence for your actions so if no one could see you would you get up to mischief okay that's a good question if you could turn invisible manny dear if you were the invisible man what would be the first (laughs) thing that you would do uh (laughs) i can see it in his (laughs) eyes folks he's thinking locker rooms Absolutely not. I have no idea. What would you do? Probably locker rooms. <laughs> At least you're honest. <laughs> That's unfair. No, I don't. Mm. It's one of those things. Would you use it for good? Would you use it for bad? There'd be a lot of novelty, wouldn't would there? Would you go to the police and turn yourself in and be like, look, I'm open to help you guys with investigations. I could be the perfect detective. Mm. I can go in undercover without being seen at all. See, that's a noble cause. Yeah. You could go work for the government. You could, could be, be a, a perfect superhero. spy. You, you could, could be the world's greatest spy the next to Lance Sterling. <laughs> yeah. Or you could be a total idiot psychopath and just, you know, run into the pool changing room and just run around like a, a lunatic groping people. <laughs> like in one of those Japanese time stop pornos. But yeah, let's we talk about that. The okay. better. Why did I bring <laughs> let's, that up? let's move on. Let's talk about my history with the Invisible yes. Man. What is your history? So quite like you, I only saw the original movie for the first time a couple of days ago. But before that, uh, I think I've seen most of them, most of the Invisible really? Man movies that came out. So I've I didn't seen know there was over a the years. Chevy Chase one that you watched. Yeah, there was Memoirs of Invisible man which i loved as a child which was chevy chase he accidentally got turned invisible they did an interesting thing with that movie as well where he was visible to the audience but then they do these special effect shots to show that he is actually invisible to everybody yeah, that's else just so he gets his screen time yeah though. of course i think that's a clever way of giving somebody their screen time as you say and getting their money's worth out of the actor because he was a big name at the time mm. So no real point making them invisible. I wonder how they'd approach that with Johnny Depp. Would they do the same thing? I think so. I reckon that's what they would do. Would he be wearing makeup? You might be able to see like, you know, like an invisible kind of clear version of him maybe. Right. Like a ghost. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I don't know. Another movie as well I remember, which I've seen quite a few times, called The Amazing Transparent Man, which is a B movie from the 50s. Mm Mm-hmm about a criminal who turns invisible. Well, he's turned invisible by a scientist and then he uses that power to rob bank trucks and whatnot. Mm -hmm. I was a big fan of that one as well growing up. But yeah, it's always been a concept that's interested me. So it'll be interesting seeing where they take it in this new version. Quite a a much more serious version than we've seen in the past. Quite more psychological. Yeah, well... It's way more serious if you exclude things like Hollow Man yeah. and all the other ones. Uh, there was one recently that you and I looked into called Unseen. Yes. Which is about a guy who partially turns invisible, it looks like. Yeah. We haven't seen the movie. I but haven't seen it, no. So it's, it's interesting. Yeah. It looks like he has a car crash and then slowly parts of his body disappear, revealing his organs and skeleton mm, yeah. until, I guess, presumably he he's turns completely invisible. invisible. Yeah, he turns completely invisible. But what do we know about this upcoming 2020 remake so far? So far, we have one. One trailer, one trailer alone. In Which the, is weird because the movie's literally about I to know, come out. I know, I know. Not kinda, helpful at all. It kind of tells you everything about the movie, like the tone of the movie. So the tone of the movie is... Basically shows the movie from start to finish, if you ask me. It's about a woman. She's in a bad relationship with who will turn out to be the Invisible Man. Yep. He supposedly dies, but she feels that he is... Still alive. Still alive and haunting her and managed to turn himself invisible and is using the invisibility to torture her. And of course, no one believes her. Yeah. Standard horror trope there. It's one of those things where it's, is he alive? Is he real? Is there really an invisible man or is it all in her head? So I think it's going to be a very slow movie. I think there's going to be a lot of, and I guess we'll go into it, Mm. like a lot of things moving, a lot of like coincidental things that will just like mess her mind up and Which to everyone else, they could pass it off as psychosis. Exactly. She's crazy. Exactly. She left the oven on. Exactly. She slipped in the shower, whatever. Exactly. Yeah, I could totally see that happening. Now, Universal has actually released a press statement about the movie. Oh, did they? Basically giving it a little summary here. So what they've said is, trapped in a violent controlling relationship with a wealth 
wealthy and brilliant scientist, Cecilia Cass escapes in the dead of night and disappears into hiding, aided by her sister Alice Cass, their friend James, and his young daughter Sydney. Glad Sydney could come in and help her escape from yes. this abusive relationship. But when Cecilia's abusive ex, Adrian Griffin, commits suicide and leaves her a generous portion of his vast fortune, Cecilia suspects his death was a hoax. As a series of eerie coincidences, there you go, turn lethal, threatening the lives of those she loves, Cecilia's sanity begins to unravel as she desperately tries to prove that she is being hunted by someone nobody can see. So I don't think this invisible man will spend his time tripping people over, stealing people's hats. No. Stealing uh, policemen's pants stealing, and skipping down the street. Stealing people's bikes and then getting angry at the bike and throwing it to the crowd. Like what happened in the original 1933 movie. You've got to yep. see that movie, folks, oh, if you it's haven't so already. so good. So I, I was like, when we started watching that movie, I was like, so apparently this was the inspiration for uh, Mark Hamill's Joker. Yeah, which I still find hard to believe. Because <laughs> that's, that's what I heard. He does I, have a very manic laugh. Yeah, I think maybe the laugh, but uh, watching the movie, I was like, I don't really, I'm not really seeing this. It doesn't even sound like the Joker. Yeah, odd bit of trivia there. Maybe I just like pulled that straight out of my ass. Maybe it's not true at all. Yeah, who knows? (laughs) But interestingly enough, going back to trivia, did you notice that the Invisible Man's name is Griffin again? Yes. Adrian Griffin. Yes. I don't think he had a first name in the original book or the movie. It was just Griffin. It was just Griffin, wasn't it? Yeah, it's interesting that they've gone back to that. So that's a nice Uh, little nod and a wink. I think his love interest said his name, but I can't remember what that was. Mm, Yeah, she might have, but I don't Mm. remember. And it wasn't credited at all. He was just Griffin. Oh, well, now he's Adrian Griffin. They've modernized it up. (laughs) <laughs> now, what we usually do when we're predicting these movies is that Matty D and I will go away and we'll come up with the plots on our own, and then we'll come back, and on the show we'll reveal to each other for the first time what we individually think is going to happen, and that's where the competition element comes into it, I suppose, but this week we're taking a break from that. As is tradition, we like to do it once a month, and we're teaming up to do our plot together. Which I think is a good one to do together, because I think you and I will probably come up with the same plot yeah. for this particular movie anyway. Yeah. This kind of movie, it's kind of hard to see how we would differ, although it does does happen. I feel like any time we team up to do a plot, we always have our disagreements. Yeah, well, I have a big controversial theory with this I movie. think I do too, and I'm sure we're on the same level. <laughs> so I can't maybe, wait to talk about it. Maybe, We yeah. won't give it away straight away, but let's talk about who's in the movie. Let's. And as is tradition, when we team up and talk about one of these plots together, we'll talk about what we think their impact in the movie is going to be, the character, that is. Yeah. What we think their character's impact is going to be in the overall story. Just to cut down on the overall length of the episode, you know? Because mm-hmm. otherwise we'd be talking all day. Playing be terrible for a podcast. Yeah, exactly. So playing Cecilia Cass, the woman who is harassed and harangued by the Invisible Man, is Elizabeth Moss, who we've talked about before, of course, with us and The Kitchen. Yeah. And she's, of course, June in The Handmaid's Tale and Peggy in Mad Men. Yeah. Great actor. Yeah, and she's like everywhere at the moment. Yeah, she's really good, which doesn't surprise me at all why she's being cast in everything yeah. at the moment. I think she's really good at playing, this is going to sound really silly, but like playing the really victim? really emotional characters, like characters yeah. that are like on the breaking point, which I yeah. feel like that's going to be what she's going to be doing in this movie. Of course. That's why she's well cast. Yeah. yeah. So I think it's fairly obvious if you see any of the trailers that she is going to be pushed, as they said in that little description. Her sanity is slowly going to unravel as the movie goes on. You see like a little quirky raise of the eyebrow at one point in the trailer where she looks (laughs) like she's really close to snapping. But I think she's going to be 100% convinced that her ex-husband Adrian is stalking her around as the invisible man. Mm -hmm. Everyone else is not going to believe her no matter what she does. And it's going to be more and more elaborate situations where the invisible man is setting her up to make it look like she's actually crazy. I'm pretty sure something's going to happen with the daughter as well. That's going to turn, yeah, that's going to turn her friends against her. Yep. But I suppose we can discuss that more as we delve into it. Now, next up, playing the Invisible Man himself, that's going to be a hard role, not on screen (laughs) at all, is Oliver Jackson Cohen, who I'm not familiar with at all. Yeah, me neither. So, good cast for the Invisible Man, but I'm sure he's good. From what I understand, he's done a little bit of television. Mm. He had his origins as a model and as a stage actor, but he's not really well known for any major roles at this stage. Yeah. He was in Hollyoaks, if anyone watches that show, that show from 2002. (laughs) So yeah, what what can we say about the Invisible Man? I think he's going to be the Invisible Man. Yeah. Now, the interesting thing about this... Oh, should I talk about this now? Yeah, we can tease it. it. We can tease it now. The interesting thing about him being invisible is... Are we sure that it's actually him? Mm. There you go. There's a little bit of a teaser. Yes. Now let's move on before we spoil that plot point anymore. And playing James, who is, I believe, a friend of Cecilia's. I thought at first it might be her sister's husband, but I think they 
discredit him as a mutual friend, like a childhood friend. I think he is the sister's husband. Really? Then ha- why don't they describe her as... I don't know. Don't know. It says it just makes their it, friend, James. It just makes it like... What kind of husband is described as a friend? <laughs> it just makes it cleaner, you know, the connections there. But yeah, maybe he is just a friend. Um, from what we can see here, is he a police officer? I don't know. I didn't pick up the, on that at all. He's in the interrogation oh, room yeah, in you're the trailer. Right. So maybe... But he could just be there as, as, as a, a support, support or a witness. Maybe. Because he was in a suit in that particular scene. Yeah, he wanted to look good for the police. He wanted to look good. Yeah, he's trying to impress the police. Yeah, maybe he could be. So maybe he's maybe not necessarily a police officer, but maybe he works. A detective. Yeah, maybe he works somewhere within the system or there. Maybe the FBI he's, or something like that. Maybe he works like as a counselor or something like that. He understands like the the mental side of it. Yes. So possibly. So James is being played by Aldous Hodge, who was in two of the Die Hard movies, I believe three and four, mm-hmm. and he also played MC Wren in Straight Outta Compton, mm-hmm. and he was also in Hidden Figures. There you go. Another good actor. I really, I uh, like. Him I really too. enjoyed him in Straight Outta Compton. Yeah. I don't really remember him in Die Hard, but I'm sure he was no. fine. He was in one of my favorite ones, Die Hard Three. <laughs> but yeah, I'm. With you there, it looks like he might turn on Cecilia in this movie. Well, I'm pretty sure we see him nearly die in the trailer. Oh, really? Or die in the trailer. So what happens? Well, we just see him all bloodied up, being killed. Oh, by that's right. The yeah. Invisible Man, or being assaulted by him. So, are we going to presume that he dies in the movie? I, I mean, I think there's going to be a high death count in this movie. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of people shown dying in the trailer, so I think we can presume that safely. Now, he has a daughter as well. Her name is Sydney, and she's being played by Storm Reid, who was the main character in A Wrinkle in Time, and she's also in the upcoming Suicide Squad movie, Yeah, so which wh- we'll be talking about in the future. What do you think her role's going to be? Because I think she's uh, food for worms. Really? Yes. I don't think she'll be killed off personally. Actually, I'm now rethinking it. I, I think, don't think she's going to die. I think she'll be endangered by the Invisible Man, but he's going to make it look like it's something that Cecilia's doing. Mm. So maybe Cecilia, she sees a shape moving in the bed and she goes, oh, that's him waiting for me in the bed. And she'll run over and start hitting it with a fire poker, but it's actually the daughter the whole time. <laughs> I think something like that will happen that will turn James against Cecilia. Maybe. So like you put my daughter in danger, you psycho woman. Could you see that happening? Yeah, I could definitely see that happening. Yeah. I suppose we'll have to work it into our plot as we talk about it. But the last person I wanted to talk about, the last actor I wanted to talk about, is Harriet Dyer, who's playing Alice Cass, who is the sister of Cecilia Cass. Yeah. And apparently not married to James. <laughs> yeah, apparently. Now, she's an Australian actor. She was in a TV show, I believe, called Love Child that I vaguely remember. Yeah, I've seen her around, but she was also in a movie called Down Under, so you definitely know she's an Australian actor. <laughs> Again, no big major roles. This is typically what they do in these Blumhouse movies. They'll get a big name, and then everyone else is basically TV and bit part players that they'll well, get that's, in. that's good, you know. Yeah. It's giving the big name yeah. Hollywood people a rest and getting other people the opportunity- Fresh talent. To be seen and to be discovered. Yeah. So, yeah, it's- a so, good choice. So I think she's going to be very much, I don't want to say the straight person, but sort of the voice of reason, maybe. Yeah. She's Cecilia's support structure. Mm. She's going to welcome her into her home when she leaves her abusive relationship. And then I guess she as well may start to turn against Cecilia when the Invisible Man tries to make Cecilia look insane. I guess we'll but explore How that. far would the relationship go? It's her sister after all, but how far is the pushing point for that? So it seems like that's the theme of this movie, if I can call it straight away. Is that yeah? How far can someone go till till they their snap? whole relationship sort of crumble down? Yeah, it's kind of like the after effects of an abusive relationship. Like yeah, the effects absolutely of the abu- oh, that's the big metaphor. I I'm only so, just putting yeah. it together now. I think so. I think I think this movie is going to be so, a metaphor for like post traumatic stress. Yeah. for an abusive relationship and yeah. how that affects you afterwards. Because you never really recover from exactly, it. exactly. Yeah. And the invisible. Um, yeah, exactly. The invisible it's, effects. It's always there. Uh, are still stalk you around. God, we're, we're so deep on. This show. We're so deep on this show. We've nailed it. Alrighty. We should just go home now. <laughs> Thanks for listening for another episode. Alrighty. So shall we start? Shall we get into yeah. it? Let's get into the meat and potatoes. Because I have a big theory and I want to yeah. see if you agree with me yeah, about- I'm sure we, oh, we've teased it. Just, just about how it's going to start. Okay. I think it's going to be a flashback start. Of course it is. And I think, I think it's going to be a cold open. <laughs> Sorry. Do you actually think it's going to be a cold open? You know what? I honestly do. Okay. Can I give my Yeah, you say yours account? first. So I think we're going to see Alice and James. Maybe it's just Alice actually, because I don't remember seeing James in the trailer getting uh, Cecilia out
out of the house and it's going to be... Uh, we're going to see that will be shown in flashback rather than a cold open? Well, when I say a flashback, we're going to see that moment and then it's going to go into present day. By definition, that's a cold open. All right, all right, whatever. A flashback would be we're going back in time to like when she's a child and meeting Adrian Griffin for the first time in the playground. But do you think there'll be a time jump in between, you know, when no, that I happens? No, I don't think so. I don't think to so. To afterwards? No, I think okay. we'll very much see this in real time. Okay, well, I'm happy with that, but it sounds like you and I are in the same sort of... Uh, yeah, so it's going to open up with her escaping his very huge mansion, I yeah. believe. So well, he's a scientist, he's from a what scientist. we understand. Yeah, Adrian he, Griffin, that he's is. A, he's a billionaire, he's a scientist, and then from what we can gather, he invents how to become invisible, yeah. how to disappear to call back a previous episode. Yes. But we'll see the relationship between Cecilia and Griffin crumble and he's going to be very abusive to her physically by the look of it. It's going to be Alice and Cecilia. They're trying to get out of the house. They're nervous. We're not exactly sure why. And it's not until they get into the car, kind of like we see in the trailer, that we see Adrian for the first time who shows up. He's screaming. He's angry. And he smashes the car window. But we don't know why they're scared and why they're running away until he shows up as the abusive husband. And unless you've watched the trailer, which all this is shown in the trailer. So yeah, I think it's going to be Cecilia waking up or maybe she's like sneaking out of the house yeah, exactly uh, we might see some broken stuff she might herself have signs of violence maybe like a black eye maybe she's yeah. bleeding and then she's like texting her you know sister, sister. she's really worried about making loud noises there's got to be a loud noise at the start it startles it and we might see griffin wake up and the light goes on you know she's in the kitchen His eyes the like light blink goes open. on and she's like, oh no. And then they run out. And just when you think they're safe. Griffin- maybe he's coming home from the pub. <laughs> he's coming home from <laughs> maybe, the pub drunk. Maybe. No, I don't think so. Maybe he's in his lab working away. We see him mixing chemicals and doing science. <laughs> and then meanwhile. Doing science. And then meanwhile, Alice pulls up in her SUV outside. And, and then, then and then Griffin's like, what's all this yeah, then? Cecilia's walking out with all her stuff tucked under her arm, sneaking mm. out, trying to get out quietly. But then, of course, first jump scare of the movie. Griffin slams up against the car window, starts yelling and screaming at them smashes the window and they get away by the skin of their teeth and the last thing Griffin's gonna say is you can't run from me I'm yeah. always gonna find you or something to that effect you'll yeah. never escape me exactly bum, bum, bum. I'll always be watching you maybe I'll be invisible yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> once I finish this formula whether or not you can see me I'll be watching you cool so that's how the film's gonna open yeah. I'm glad we agree on that are we then gonna go into all the lawyer stuff that we see in the trailer because I, th- I feel like the lawyer that's in the trailer I think at this stage we'll be introduced to the characters more will arrive okay. at Alice's house we'll meet James James is there saying oh I'm so glad that you're finally out of this relationship you're going to be alright now yep. you can come and stay with me if you like you can stay with your sister wherever you feel safe and then I think pretty quickly we're going to learn that Adrian has committed suicide, that Griffin has committed suicide. Yeah. I think it's going to happen within minutes. Yeah, of, I, I, I agree. From when I, we see him last. I think they're going to be called into a meeting with this lawyer because it's clear that Griffin has left a will yeah. and left a lot of his assets and a lot of his- Five um, million dollars, I believe. Yeah, to Cecilia. Cecilia. So I think we're going to get that description from that lawyer. He's going to be like, we found him, he's dead, he's slit his wrists, he's committed yeah. suicide. Here's a photo. We see in the trailer there's a there's a letter that Griffin leaves that gets yeah. Read out and very dramatically by the way. Very dramatically, he gets really into playing the character of Griffin <laughs> as he's reading out the letter. This guy didn't want to be a lawyer. You know, his parents forced him into law school. He yeah. wanted to be an actor. Yeah. He yeah. wanted to be the Invisible Man himself. Well, I guess he was Adrian's lawyer, so he's kind of on his side. So the contents of this letter are pretty much saying that Griffin is disappointed that Cecilia left him. Cecilia left him. Didn't give the relationship a chance. All this manipulative, abusive husband stuff. Now have $5 million of my inheritance. Now there's a clause in this that is... Now I didn't quite understand. So Quite interesting. She gets the money if... He appears that he's not insane. No, no, no. Or she, she gets the money as long as she's not proven to be insane. So uh. what he's trying to say is that she's a crazy woman. He was in the right. She left him because she was crazy. And he's saying, you can have $5 million if you can prove that you're not crazy. Of course, the caveat being that he's going to follow her around as the invisible man to prove that she's crazy. So he's trying to like... Setting ruin, her up for shenanigans. Ruin her reputation and whatnot. Yeah, exactly. And so it's the perfect revenge. He's going to gaslight her in the most elaborate way possible. What a terrible human being. But yeah, I exactly. suppose 
knows we're supposed to... Can I just say that the mm. plot of this movie makes me feel really uncomfortable? Mm. Well, I mean, like, it's hitting a lot of... Nerves. Yes. It's like real fears. It's true horror. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a ve- it's very uncomfortable. Yeah, it's very, very I couldn't imagine watching this movie if I was a woman who had mm. been in a relationship like this. I'd yeah. be really terrifying. Well, well, part of me is, like, good on them for, you know... Exploring making, something Yeah, like exploring this, yeah. something a little bit difficult, but I guess it'll we'll see how they do it. You know what I mean? Because it could be done well or it could be done well, corny. Basically, all of Handmaid's Tale is this plot as well. Yeah. So that's probably why they got Elizabeth Moss to play the lead character. Yeah, so that we get this revelation. And then Do you reckon I- she's happy to get this money? She's like, oh, easy money. Would you want the money, though? Yeah, I, wouldn't maybe you? she's like, this is blood money, I don't want this money But she's like, yeah, if I can get something out of this relationship Might as well be five million dollars And maybe a friend says that Maybe it's like her sister's just James. like Or James even's just yeah. like, well, you know what Like, Take the money Take the money You deserve it, you've earned it Maybe there's a, a little bit there that she's deserving of it Maybe we get to see somewhere along the lines that He, as in Griffin, has screwed uh, Cecilia out a lot So yeah. she's kind of getting what is owed to her, maybe yeah. Maybe we get to see like a justification there, maybe he stole money from her, um, or something. I don't. Maybe know. Maybe she was isolated in his house the entire time. She wasn't permitted to see her friends. Mm-hmm. wasn't permitted to see her family. Maybe she worked with him. Maybe she yeah. contributed to his science. Maybe he took all the credit for it maybe. And, and belittled her the entire time. And maybe we're kind of felt like it's justified. For maybe Cecilia they were to together for money. five years, and each one of those million dollars, each one of those five million dollars, is, a, is payback for a, a year of abuse. Or maybe initially she's like to the lawyer, "No, nah, I don't." want anything to do with this but then we see how much she's struggling financially well, she doesn't have a house she, she has have nothing a house. she left everything behind when she yeah. left the relationship she's uh she she kind of needs something so then she's like she's okay. either staying with her sister or she's staying with james at this point well i might need to get some money and this makes sense so maybe that's what sort of it's happens. the perfect opportunity for her to start her life again exactly and, and, I, you. and I feel like someone like james will sort of say that to her yeah and so right. she's she's for it and so this is where s- stuff starts happening then, I think. Yeah. Or do she's we... She's still worried. I, I don't think she believes fully that he's dead. She's seen the photographs. They're like, look, here he is with his wrist slit. Mm-hmm. He's lying on the ground. He's been cremated. There's nothing left. He can't hurt you anymore, but she's still... The emotional scars are still very raw. So she can't quite accept the fact that he's really gone. But her friends tell her, her sister tells her, look, he's gone. You don't have to worry about him anymore. He's dead. You can start leading your own life now. Yeah. And so she accepts this. She realizes, great, I've got $5 million. If I can just prove that I'm a normal, sane person, can start my life fresh. And that's when things start to take a turn, I believe. Now, will we know that he has been trying to make himself invisible? Will that be a plot that's sort of tied in? I think during the cold open, we'll see him doing experiments. Yeah. But we won't know that it's an invisibility formula that he was working on. Well, it's sort of like a device that you step into and it sort of puts like ultraviolet light on you, I believe, and turns you invisible. Maybe we can see him like discolor plants or something. It's like, yeah. ooh, what's happening? Turning here? a frog invisible. <laughs> yeah. Something strange there. But right. I don't think until we see his breath on a cold night or that's when we're going to see footsteps in the dark that we're really going to learn oh he's invisible so i think she's going to be sleeping one night and there's going to be like noise and yeah movement a noise and that wakes her up she's but, like it's him but she feels like maybe the window is open and she closed the window earlier and yeah. she's like what's this and she kind of gets a fright but then she's like oh the window's just open and she closes it and then something else gets knocked yeah. and she's she like, can hear sounds outside there's someone happening? walking around the house what's happening but i don't think she's... she goes to the kitchen grabs a knife to defend herself goes outside there's no one there. Yeah. Of course, we have that scene that we saw in the trailer where she's breathing. We can see his cold breath right behind her. And we can hear his breath as well. Yeah. It's like Matty D on the podcast, <laughs> heavy breathing. And Just because I get so excited. Yeah. Get really into those plots. Oh, f- but yeah, yes. she turns around. He's not there. She says, hello, is anyone there? But of course, no one's going to respond. She just mm. hears the breathing, goes inside, isn't able to sleep. We see a shot in the trailer as well where she's tucked into Sydney's bed. She's curled up with Sydney, which is James's daughter's bed. Mm. And we see... The covers get taken off? Yeah, the off. covers get taken off. And then the Invisible Man takes her photo, I guess, to send to her to show her, look... I'm watching you or someone's watching you. Yes. Do you think that will happen on the same night? She'll wake up the next day and she's got this photograph of her sleeping? uh, It seems like she spends... I think this movie will be separated into three parts. There's going to be her living with her sister, where a lot of shenanigans happen, or James. She definitely lives with James at one point. Then her going back into the original apartment. There's a scene where she's back there. and then Well, she goes to investigate her husband's house. Maybe she does. Maybe she does. Because originally I was like, maybe she... Maybe a lot of stuff happens and then she kind of goes... Because she gets to a point where she's convinced that he's alive and invisible, so 
she goes there to see if there's any evidence of Which that. Which is where she'll discover the invisible machine. Yeah, yeah good point. Because I thought originally, like, she's not going to be able to stay with her sister or James for some reason. Maybe there's been a break in the friendship and relationships yeah. there. And then she goes and stays in the apartment. No, I don't think she'll move back to that house. Maybe, maybe a lot of things happen and then people, like, say, oh, this is all in your mind. And then she believes that and she's like, okay, maybe it, it, maybe yeah. it was. She's ready to move on. She moves into the apartment. Then more stuff starts happening. But not, I think- not the original house, though. That would be silly. Yeah. Her own apartment, that's presumably. That's right. That's right. Well, the, the apartment that they shared. No. That's stupid. I think, I think he lived in right. a huge mansion. I think you're right. I think it is an investigation. So she's sl- staying with her sister at this time. Or James. Or James. We haven't well, decided. We've got, we got to make a decision here. Okay. It would be her sister. It would make sense for it to be her sister. Yeah, I guess so. Unless her sister was Then why out of is town she or in bed with James's daughter then? Maybe her sister dies. May? Mmm. That's a good point. Okay. Maybe her sister dies. So she's staying with her sister. By the Invisible Man. Yeah, her sister is killed by the Invisible Man. They make it look like it was her. No, not at this stage, because James wouldn't let them stay at her house if that's the okay, case. Okay, fair enough. So I think what happened is the Invisible Man starts tormenting her and then yep. kills... While she's in the kitchen, he turns up the heat while she's got her back turned, setting yep. the kitchen on fire. Yeah, exactly. Kills the sister. The sister's like, what the fuck, you ruined my kitchen. Who I, I should... swear I didn't. I didn't go and take a shower while, <laughs> while I was cooking. <laughs> Which I should say, Alice. The Invisible Man kills Alice. Yeah. Cecilia thinks it is the Invisible Man. Everybody Adrian, else, everybody else Griffin. says, uh, yeah, Griffin. Everybody else thinks it was an accident. It's like, no, she just tripped on the stair yeah. railing or whatever. He pushes her down the stairs and they like, cover it up by saying, oh, she just fell down. Yeah. So it's his way of tormenting her early. Saying, yeah. look, I can kill the ones you're close to. So yeah. He kills a dog as well. We see that, that there's a dog that breaks its neck, which is I pretty think that's violent. his dog? Pretty sure. When she goes to his house later in the trailer, okay, that's there's a dog, the dog there that was his dog so i believe that's what happens so his dog is there it's still being fed by somebody Just if, you, if you didn't but know this he is was in a the future baddie. this is in the future we're all over the place so right. sister is killed by presumably an accident but we know that it was invisible man maybe she gets pushed in front of a bus i don't think so <laughs> you, you it's gonna it be an accident in. around the home yeah I believe. like you said falling down the stairs but we know she was pushed and cecilia will presume that it was her boyfriend as well because i think in some in some degree yeah i think griffin will show that it's him uh in some way so maybe there's like one thing that he does well that she i knows. think she'll be getting messages from him like text messages or photographs uh, of her yeah. from his number and she's going well look i'm getting messages from him and they're like that's impossible he's dead everyone who she speaks to is like he's dead must be someone with his phone yes and maybe because we said that james is a police officer mm-hmm. he's like you've got to stay with me i can look after you i can protect you yes that's a good one so, so he's like, oh, Adrian's obviously dead, but, you know, obviously somebody's doing yeah. stuff with you, so we're going to take you Someone's in Someone's stalking here. you. Yeah. I'll look after you in my house. Yeah. Now that your sister is dead, sorry. Yes. <laughs> now that she fell down the stairs, you, now got, that she fell you can't down the stay stairs. there anymore. I know you've had a hard time with all these deaths that have happened. So like I said, I think something's going to happen while she's staying in the house. Something that the Invisible Man is going to do in to turn house. James against Cecilia. Mm. Something that puts his daughter in danger and he believes that Cecilia's responsible for it. So what do you think will happen? Do you reckon it will be like I said earlier, where she's under the covers and she thinks it's the Invisible Man, but it's actually Sydney the whole time? Yeah, maybe. I think Cecilia will try to get the Invisible Man, but in yeah. some in some way, and it ends up to be... She sets up an elaborate trap, and she ends up accidentally trapping Sydney. Like, there's a trip wire, or she's mm. put heaps of Lego bricks all over the ground for <laughs> the Invisible Man to step on. Yeah, yeah, maybe it's like, you can see the Invisible Man maybe dragging Sydney away, and Cecilia is trying to to save her and then I don't know, think they'll go that far with it no no while she's sleeping like I, I mean, said I think that she's going to be so paranoid she's trying to catch him she's trying to prove that she's invisible that her trap her way of trying to prove that he's there endangers Sydney which will turn James against mm. her also another prediction I'm going to have anywhere in this plot is that Cecilia will wake up and the invisible man will be strangling her so she'll oh, really? wake up and she'll not be able to breathe and you'll be able to see like it oh, like, imprints of his hand maybe imprints of her hands or maybe her just like grabbing at her throat and maybe you see like her being pushed down in the bed I mm. think that's going to happen at some point and then she's going to wake up and be like no it's just a bad dream maybe or- he does a whole bunch of like little inconveniences as well like he puts salt in her coffee when she's not looking <laughs> When she's at a fancy restaurant, he'll come up behind her and fart, so everyone thinks it's her. <laughs> Just little things like that. She'll steal, like he'll steal the tip from, like while you she's know, on the, the toilet. He'll come over and turn the lights off. Throw the toilet paper out the window. <laughs> yeah, just little annoying things. Nasty things like that. Yeah. It'd be a better movie if it was, if it was just little pranks. <laughs> Invisible prankster. <laughs> I think that was an Offspring song. Anyway, moving on. 
do you agree with me that James will turn against her? He he will yes. think that she's insane or yeah. going insane. He's saying you're gonna you're endangering my daughter by being here. I, think, I can't I have think you here anymore. He's gonna wake up and he's gonna see her in a really awkward situation. The the image I have in my mind is her holding a knife to Sydney or something. But yeah. it's been yeah exactly. You know, I could totally it, see it, that. It too. looks it looks bad for Cecilia, yeah. and she'll be like, "It's the Invisible Man." Da da. Now um, something <laughs> is referencing well. that song there. That's hard not to. <laughs> But before that happens, don't they have an interrogation scene where the Invisible Man is inside the interrogation room? What I think is going to happen, this is going to lead me perfectly into my oh, next point. Great. I'm not exactly sure that the sister will be killed earlier on. I think the sister will be killed and she'll be framed for it, leading her to be arrested and her sanity to be questioned. Because why in the trailer is there an interrogation scene where police are interrogating her? And then why is she in what presumably looks like prison clothes for a majority of the trailer as well? Yeah. Well, I think she goes to hospital at a certain stage. Like a mental hospital. She gets committed. But she's wearing prison clothes. She isn't wearing like a hospital gown. She's wearing tan covered, it looks like women's prison clothes. You think that'd send her to prison? I think... I think she's put in like a criminally insane... Before they decide... Hospital, yeah. Yeah, before they decide what's happened. But I think that's going to be later on in the movie, though. Yeah. Because there's going to be a big final showdown, and it looks like it's going to be in this mental hospital slash prison. Yes, definitely. So something's got to happen to put her in prison. We've got to get to that stage. But I believe, first, she will go to Griffin's house, her old house, to investigate if he's still alive. And everybody will tell her not to do this as well. Yeah. But she'll decide on her own to go in. She'll go and investigate and she just wants she goes to see there she dead. sees that the dog is still there and alive someone's feeding the dog I think she'll investigate the lab as well now, and do see we the machine. See Griff, do we see the invisible man with a sheet over his head? It looks like it. Is he like being a He's ghost? being a ghost. He's being like Michael Myers in Halloween. <laughs> oh, dear. Interesting choice. He's chasing her around and she'll pull off the sheet and there won't be anyone there. Yeah, that'd be cool. And that'll go into like a chase scene. I maybe. think there'll be a scuffle inside the house. Because she gets dragged away by an invisible force at one yes. stage. And there's also a scene where there's broken glass on the lab floor, I believe. And she can see the invisible force. Footprints going through the broken glass. So I think she'll go and investigate the house and the lab. She'll see that someone is clearly living there. And this, to her, proves that he's alive. He's invisible, presumably. Mm. And that he's there right now stalking her. I guess she'll throw beakers on the ground to try and see where he's walking and try and prevent him. Because presumably he's naked. Yeah. If we know anything about invisible people. Yes. They have to be naked. Yes. Maybe he's wearing his jammies in his uh, his house. I think the dog will be with her. She knew the dog from when she lived in the house. The dog will be with her. The dog will be happy. As I said, someone's been feeding the dog. But when the invisible man enters, the dog starts freaking out. The dog can sense the invisible person. Mm. And then, of course, Griffin will heartlessly kill the dog. Kill the dog. Just really turn it. us against him. Yes. Like, because we were already on his side for some reason. Maybe Sydney follows Cecilia here. And maybe I don't th- think so. There's no, no evidence of that. Okay. Yeah. And um, we'll also probably see Cecilia finding maybe like a journal about him to discovering invisibility or him yeah. looking into how to make things disappear. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. Comes into a scuffle and will... She'll escape by the skin of her teeth, yep. as we like to say again and again. Will this make her committed after no. the scene or is it... Up? No, she'll go back home. She'll try and tell everybody. She'll try and tell James. She'll try and tell Sydney that Griffin is invisible. Mm. Nobody will believe her, of course. And she's looking at a chair. She's looking at an empty chair saying, look, he's sitting in that chair right now. They'll go over and pat it down. They'll say, there's no one here. <laughs> And I think this will lead us perfectly into her, you know, trying to capture him, trying to kill him, endangering the daughter, maybe accidentally killing somebody. Do you think the police will be more competent than in the original movie? I hope so. Rather than just like walking around. That would be great. Like, remember when they like walked around hand in hand? (laughs) There's a bit in the original movie where all the police hold hands and walk in a ring trying to capture the invisible man. Because the invisible man can't like duck underneath their Which he does. He walks behind them and starts kicking them in the arm. <laughs> takes their hats and their clothes and, and runs they're like, away. we need to rethink this. Let's use a net. Yeah, so they just walk around with a net and they put dirt on top of walls. My favourite part about that original movie is when the police walk past with the net and you can see behind them there's the invisible man's house and he opens the gate and he just goes, what are those idiots doing? And yeah. he just walks into his house. <laughs> it was a great movie. I'm not sure this movie can live up, to be oh, honest. 2020 geez. Invisible Man. We'll see. Time will we'll tell. We'll see. So are we at the stage where she's committed to the hospital? Yeah, but what's going to get her committed? It's got to be some sort of accidental death, right? Do you think they'll go as far as having her accidentally kill the daughter? Kill Sydney? Well, that's what I thought originally. So maybe. Will they go there? Maybe. I think what happens with Sydney will get her committed. Yeah, okay. I'm with you there. Do we want to say she dies? 
Or yeah, lives. well, it's going to be something that will commit her and not, you know, just get her a slap on the wrist. Yeah. So she's definitely at the cracking point. I mean, point. attempted murder would still get her yeah. committed. Yeah, that's true. Or what is perceived as committed murder. Mm. Yeah, okay, that's a good point. So you don't reckon they'll go as far as killing Sydney? Well, I don't think so because when we see Cecilia in the hospital, James is still James pleasant. Is there, yeah. He'd definitely so maybe, turn against her if he killed his daughter. Yeah, so maybe he's like, you're crazy, but he's not like, I hate you. you yeah, know, He exactly. wouldn't be there trying to help her. Yeah. So it might be it's, like... As I said before, he's like, you're endangering my daughter. This is the best thing for you. Yeah, it's not your fault. You know, yeah. you're a victim here yeah. of a terrible situation. And yeah, so she's committed to the hospital. Yep. She's committed to the hospital. Um, she's alone. Yes. Mm. Then she's convinced somebody is there. We see a scene in the trailer where she grabs uh, an, a, a needle. Pen? A needle? Wasn't it? Yeah, a syringe. And she does him. something to make him visible. There's going to be a big final fight in the mental hospital slash prison, whatever it is. We'll just say it's a combo of the two for ease. There's a scene in the trailer as well, just to jump back a little bit, where the Invisible Man goes full Terminator and breaks in and starts killing everybody. Yeah, because he's grabbing people's guns out of the holsters. He's shooting them in the kneecap. He's whacking the police. So I definitely think she's there. She's under lock and key. She's being protected and he'll burst in full Terminator style, start killing everybody just to show that he's the king shit. Yep. And this will lead to the final fight. You reckon James will die? James is definitely dead. We see him die in the trailer. Yep. Um, so it's just her and the invisible man in this asylum. Now, I think this is a good time for me to put my predicting cojones yeah. on the table because this is reveal my the big, twist? big prediction. And I hope, I don't know if you're agreeing with me. I'm sure I will. I don't think there's an invisible man. Really? Yes. I don't. That's think not what I thought at all. I do not think there's an invisible man. And I think it is Cecilia doing all of it okay that's a very and bold prediction we're going to learn that right at the end and what i think will happen is that cecilia herself it'll either be discovered that she's the bad guy all along or that she's the person killing everybody the whole time but you see an invisible man in the trailer she says now i can see you but you reckon all that will happen and then at the end we'll see through like saw style flashback exactly that it was, that her, it was her the entire time yeah, yeah. But tell you what it is like. It's like the Babadook in in my oh, mind. Okay. You're gonna you're gonna realize that the Babadook was real. Yeah, well, that's up for debate, I guess. But you kind of see it was her the entire time. So you either see that that she was the bad guy, or she turns herself invisible, leading up to okay. her being the Invisible Woman, which is where I was going with that. <laughs> the Elizabeth Banks sequel. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. not. No, I don't but agree no, with that at that's all. That's what Matty I think D. is going to happen. I don't agree with that at all. Here's what I thought the big twist was right, going to be. Give me your twist. Griffin is actually dead. He committed suicide, mm -hmm. but he invented the invisibility formula and he paid somebody. He got either his brother or an assassin to turn invisible to okay. stalk Cecilia around. So she thinks it's Griffin the whole time, but at the end, it turns out that it isn't actually him. It's, it's just somebody, some random. It's somebody that he's paid, like a hitman or maybe just a family member. I think a hitman's neater and cleaner. Or someone that a friend of his, someone that's friends with Griffin, who is acting on his behalf. That's what I think the big twist will be. So will we he know, is actually dead. Will we know this character? Will he be like a background, or she be a background character, or maybe he was the lab assistant in the maybe in the lab in the beginning in the flashback? He's there helping Griffin do his science. Yeah, maybe. So Griffin is actually dead. It's all yeah. an elaborate Knives Out style twist. Yeah, exactly. So he orchestrated the whole thing, but he really is dead the whole time. Okay. But you, you, through the whole movie, you think it's him, but at the end, it's somebody else. It isn't him at all. Mm. Now, I don't really get why they would do that, but that's just my big thing. I mean, if because... he's going to pay someone $5 million to be invisible, and yeah, maybe. Just to get back at her. Mm. Maybe. That's quite elaborate. So that sounded better in my head. <laughs> and then when I said it, I'm like, that's actually kind of silly. I still think it's her. I still think there's no Invisible Man. Mm. I think this kind of movie begs that kind like of twist. I like the idea, though, that the twist is that you think it's him, but it's not. Um, it's hard to meet in the middle with this one because I know you definitely don't agree with me. And there's definitely going to be and a I twist as well. I don't think I agree with you either because it would be kind of bad for the message of the movie yeah, I suppose to so. say this victim of abuse, years of abuse, becomes an abuser herself. I mean, sure, that's a real standard horror movie dark ending, but it's kind of a mixed message. If the, yeah, the yeah. abusee I, becomes the abuser. I agree with you. I agree with you. Unless this is going to be really and she's completely unfounded in all of her suspicions and fears as well. Mm. So she actually is crazy the whole time. Maybe. Yeah, like I said, that's a really bad message. Maybe she was a, a bad person the entire time. Maybe she herself. So, okay, so let's make the abused woman the bad guy. <laughs> Don't believe people who claim that they've been abused because they're actually okay, the bad yeah, guy the whole time. 
fair enough. Great fair, message, buddy. Fair dude. enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. I, I don't know. Just with these kind of movies, they usually go with you know that kind of twist. But I can see what you say. It like you thinking of the, the movie High Tension, that French horror movie. Honestly, I'm just where the main it. character was the bad guy the whole time. Yeah. So it's sort of been like done before. That stock standard stuff. But yeah, you're right. It does sort of m- muddy come the across, message. Come across mean spirited when you look at it like that. Yes. I don't think it will gel with what they're trying to say. Mm. So a hitman. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm just saying it's not actually him. So he really is dead, which is why there is ashes there that prove that he's dead. Mm. So it's just somebody else who's invisible. It isn't actually him. So he's paid somebody else to do it as part of his elaborate revenge. So that's basically what I think the big twist will be. And that'll be just anybody? It could be somebody we already know, but I don't think it's important that it has to be someone we know exactly. It's just that it's not him. It's somebody else. Maybe the lab assistant was like... That was just something obs- I threw out there. Obsessively in love with her or something, and that's the big... That's the big yeah, that's a good idea. Three. All right, do you want to do that? That's a good middle okay. ground. I think, yeah, that's a good compromise. Yep. And... Uh, if it happens to be her, if she's the killer, look, I, I told yeah, you so. Okay, fair enough. All right, so we're actually definitively deciding yes. it's a lab assistant, presumably, or someone <laughs> that lab Griffin was friends with, who his whole thing was he was madly, secretly in love with her. Griffin one day was like, hey, I've got this great idea. If you turn invisible and harass my girlfriend, you get $5 million. And he's well, like, great. I wanted to see her in the shower anyway. Maybe it was never Griffin's idea. Maybe oh. he died. Maybe the lab assistant kills Griffin. Oh, makes it look that's like a great idea. Makes it look like a suicide. Yeah. And then the letter was written by the lab assistant. Yes. Everything else, like, we're not saying Griffin's a good guy. He's still a dirtbag. Yeah. But this lab assistant sort of now making it seem like it's Griffin after a, for some reason, I guess. Mm. Or he's not saying that, but he's trying yeah. to get her mm. in a position where I like she's that. by I, I like that best. I think I'll agree with that. Let's just say that. Okay. Griffin, it wasn't a suicide. It was his assistant or pal who orchestrated this whole thing, turned himself invisible. Because he knows how to turn himself invisible. Yeah. Stalked her. She thinks it's the husband the whole time, but it actually isn't. Mm, What a twist. What a twist. I don't really understand why they would do that in the movie, but all of these movies have to have some sort of twist, don't they? It's always the way these days. It's like, you can't have a satisfying movie if you predict the ending, which makes our job harder. (laughs) All right, so just to summarise the whole plot, start the movie starts off with Cecilia being helped by her sister Alice to escape her abusive husband Griffin. She's been told that she'll inherit $5 million if she can prove that she's not insane. She starts her day-to-day life with her family, with her sister. Uh, her sister's murdered by being pushed down the stairs or something like that. It's <laughs> yeah. an accidental death, or it looks like an accidental death, but Cecilia suspects that it's an invisible man. She'll move in with James. She moves in with James. The invisible man continues to stalk, harass her, take photos of her, send her messages with photographs of her in bed sleeping from Adrian's number. Cecilia continues to crack. She goes to visit Adrian's lab and mansion. She discovers that he's turned himself invisible, presumably. She's attacked by the Invisible Man there. The Invisible Man kills the guard dog. She runs home paranoid. She becomes a nervous wreck. She endangers Sydney, who is James's daughter. She gets committed. Everyone thinks she's insane. Invisible Man bursts into the prison, mental hospital, whatever it is, starts mm-hmm. killing police. Big final fight. She makes him visible. She kills him. Presumably, she she wins the day. Then we learn through Saw-style, traditional Lee Winnell flashback that it was actually the assistant the whole time. It was the butler. The butler did it yeah. because he was obsessed with Cecilia. Maybe it's like Spider-Man and the whole thing were like drones. Yeah. <laughs> It was Jake Gyllenhaal the whole time. Jake Gyllenhaal the whole time. Just drones that Griffin programmed to run around. Did that little summary there cover yep. everything for you? That covered it for me. That's a movie. You want a moment in the movie where she's being strangled in her sleep? Yep. Just give me that one and we're all good. Okay. Yep. That's so the Invisible how's Man. how's she going to beat the Invisible Man? So obviously she does something to make him visible. Maybe she injects something into his bloodstream uh, that makes him yeah. appear like just more visible. Like you can see through his veins, this liquid coursing through So if, he, if him. he drinks water or, or if he eats something, do we see his digestive system? Yeah. Is I'd that, say so. They, can't, they always love doing that Invisible Man movie. Movies. Yeah, except for the original, where it's just teased. Yeah. Well, they brought it up. They did. They teased the concept, yeah. So, okay, she injects him with something that makes it visible. We can see yeah. his bloodstream, I his guess. circulatory system. Yeah. Throw some paint on him or something. <laughs> That's what I thought. She threw like a bucket of water on him. Yeah. So she makes him visible enough for her to well, fight she's him. In, she's in the hospital. You could set off the fire alarm, get the sprinkler system yeah. going. I think she'll do all of that. And we'll, we'll see his like layout in a cool visual where the water's bouncing off him. Yeah. Yeah, I could totally see that happening. And she'll be a strong 
independent woman and defeat him. She'll scream at the heavens. She's like, I got him. And it's not actually her husband the whole time. It's some other random guy. She'll stab him and stab him. Yeah. Will he turn visible at this stage? Yeah. Will the effects like... Yeah, well, I guess traditionally when the Invisible Man was dying, he starts to... Come back. Come yeah. back. Which... And then we'll see it wasn't him. Then we'll have the flashback. Okay, what's our caveat at the end? What's our big ending stinger? Yeah, there's got to be a stinger. My thing originally was that she was going to be invisible. but Well, that's what I originally thought, mm. but I don't think they're going in that direction. Maybe they'll do a tease ending where it's like, oh, he's not dead. Is he dead? Like a handprint will appear. Like she'll go back to her normal happy life and then something will reveal that there might be more than one invisible man. That's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking there's more than one invisible man. That's a man. great idea. But who? <laughs> yeah, unless and, you're and talking well, about Griffin. Unless it's a Blumhouse Griffin. movie, so they'll tease it for a sequel. Yeah, unless it's... Uh, uh, Griffin's not dead, but I guess that, mm. that whole movie's that been could, explored. Yeah. yeah, that could be it. Maybe. Something happens to show that there's another Invisible Man. There we go. We're throwing out all the big twists now. Yeah, maybe like everything will be okay. Like it'll be yeah. Friday the 13th. She'll be like, Yeah, she's oh, sitting in the know, boat all I've, relaxed. I've overcome this. You know, she's moving into a new house. You know, everything's good. And then maybe we'll see a sign of another Invisible yeah, Man. Absolutely. That maybe this original character didn't die, but we don't know who it is. You know what yeah. I mean? Like we're just left to speak. Speculate. Maybe we'll just see. I know they did it in the trailer, like a handprint on the glass. Maybe it won't be that, but maybe yeah, you know, something along those lines. We, you know, the camera veers out, and we just see like in the front of the door in the snow, yeah. like footprints. We'll like, see a leaving. pair of pants skipping down the road, <laughs> and we'll hear whistling. Yes, and then scary music will play. We'll cut to credits, and it'll be like, ooh, there's more than one. Maybe he's alive. Boom, but we won't know. Yeah, we won't know. We'll be on the edge of our seats. Wow, we're dropping bold plot predictions this episode. Mm. I'd like to see if any of them actually happen in the movie. We'll see, we'll see. So if you have any ideas of what you think is going to happen in the 2020 remake of The Invisible Man, you can let us know. You can leave us a comment on this episode's page on the Podbean website. You can send us an email at potentialspoilerspod at gmail.com or you can find us on Facebook. Just do a search for Potential Spoilers Podcast. We're pretty easy to find. Look for the exclamation mark. That's absolutely correct. Now, my favourite part of the show... Really? Is when I get to announce what we're going to be covering next week. <laughs> I thought you were going to say that my favourite part of the show, the end. And, yeah, exactly. <laughs> now, I'm especially excited about this one. I'm incredibly excited to say what we're going to be talking about next week because I've been waiting for this for a very long time. Yeah. Because next week, we're going to be talking about the latest instalment of the James Bond franchise. Oh, no. No Time to Die. Oh, no. Now, anyone who hasn't picked this up yet, and it's pretty hard not to. Since we bring up James Bond every Kieran episode. is a I massive up. James Bond fan. Yes. We're going to cover all that next episode. I can't wait to see what you think is going to happen in the new movie. Yeah. And we'll talk all about that next week. I'm so excited, buddy, D. Until then. Thanks for listening. Yeah, thanks for listening. Yeah, what's all this? Keep back there. Keep back me? Do you know who you're talking to? I give you a last chance to leave me alone. Give me a last chance. You're crazy to know who I am, aren't you? All right, I'll show you. I'll show you who I am and what I am. <laughs> Look, he's all eaten away. Huh? How do you like that, eh? I'm the invisible man. I'm the invisible man. Incredible how you can. Oh, my God.